Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan. We have a lot of fun here at Deck the Hallmark. We don't joke about the troops, but I do despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And this is the Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast. podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Oh, no one, no one for anybody else to see. That was just for you boys. Oh, wow. Let's not talk about it. I tried to get the disclaimer out of the way early what? today, Brian. Yeah. Because we do love the troops. Yes. Um, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Um, might be tough to not make fun of the troops a little bit. We'll see. Not the actual troops. Not real ones, but the no. troops in this film. Sure. Yeah. The troopers who went through this film. The yeah. troopers. Film. Yeah, yeah. We're all troopers. Yeah. I think today. Well, let's today. not minimize it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't Brandon say Brandon said all... we're all troops. No, I think you heard no, what no, Brandon said. He no. compared what he does here at the studio. Yep. Nope. Nope. That's what I heard. It's a big nope for me. <laughs> I don't even have headphones it on. That's what like I heard. A, That's right. It was in my like in-ear. That's for sure. <laughs> Trace <laughs> wrote that script. We yeah. talked about it in show prep. That's right. He said it. He did. He did. Don't you forget it. Uh, guys, uh, how are we today on a Thursday in November? Oh, it's, it's good, man. Yeah. It was 80 degrees on Tuesday, yeah. so we're living it. We're living it right here. It's just a confusing time. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody else got a, some Christmas stuff up yet or no? Just me? No, just you. You don't have anything up, do you, Harold? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't. No, I, I had don't. to think about it. I, I did thinking talk about, about it? it. I'm thinking. Well, I took down the fall the fall leaves I have on the mantle. Nice. They. Uh, I'm getting kind of tired of because falls being, over. Yeah, falls done. Actually, no, we're done. We're done. <laughs> yeah, it's a. It's like a four week season. Yeah, that's it. When was that? What day was that? I was driving by your house and you were starting to put. Uh, <laughs> oh, that Saturday was morning. Saturday. <laughs> Saturday morning. That's before Halloween. Yeah, but Halloween I didn't weekend. light it up until after. And my my have, window was down, and I said, "Please tell me you're not doing this right now." <laughs> and what did I say? You said. Well, not on the roof. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm not going to turn it on. I'm not going to turn it on. So just until, getting ready. Just getting ready. Getting ready. Just slowly sprinkling some stuff out there. Day after Thanksgiving, I'll be getting ready too. That's the day. Not enough time. Yeah, well, I mean, all you got to do is decorate the tree. You know, it's not enough time. All right. What if you had more time with it? Have you ever thought, maybe, like, what if? I know you have your hard and fast rules, I, and I used to be the same way, Dan. <laughs> and then I just asked this crazy question: uh, What of, if? What if? We've done that. We do this every year. Every if week, you almost. highlight a whole page. Nothing is highlighted. What if you made it year round? What if you put up your decorations year round? Why don't you do that? Because it's not uh, Christmas season. I decided. <laughs> okay, okay. You decided it yes. wasn't Christmas season, just like you decided it is Christmas season. Well, there are things that I do, and there's things that I don't do. That's right. You have rules. I have rules. Okay. Yes. Glad we had that talk. But but aren't rules meant to be broken and changed? No rules. T- Look at Outback Steakhouse. Why are you so no stuck rules. in your ways? Just, Why just are you right. so? This here's the thing. This is I'm so, not. You're I'm so not. stuck in your ways. You're like I'm nothing not. should ever change. Everything is, is perfect the way that it is. Just that's what I'm hearing. No, I'm hearing from you because this is the way that it's always been in Dan's house. No, this is the way that it needs to always be. It's very hard. Enough to carve you, out you a, never change. Enough you never change. Just think just about try it. to get like getting you to order a new wing flavor is nothing ever changes. Yeah. Okay, here's can I just me starting Christmas after Thanksgiving is a tradition 
held by most of the country. Right. And my thing is, what if it wasn't? But I'm not a stick in the mud. <laughs> do you know how many things have been traditions? Do you know how many things have been traditions in this country that, oh, I don't know, maybe they shouldn't have been? <laughs> Can you do history teacher? Do you want me to go through some things? <laughs> you or you got the idea? Comparing me decorating my tree the day after Thanksgiving to like American atrocities? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Somebody has to. You're the Somebody's got to do it. You said you were the troops, and now it's getting worse. The was, of Christmas. I said I was a trooper. <laughs> you're a Christmas trooper. I'm a Christmas trooper. <laughs> he's he's Brandon Gray, a Hallmark <laughs> Daddy Christmas trooper. Exactly Christmas right. trooper is a good name. Christmas exactly trooper is right. a great name. That's all I'm live. Uh, Thanks, kid. Yeah, the only way to do it. <laughs> I just don't. Just get off it. You're just just get off it. Is all I'm trying to say. Can you? <laughs> Christmas bedtime stories. You guys ready to talk about it? Mm-hmm. Christmas bedtime stories originally aired at 10 p.m. Eastern. You know, most Old people spend the beginning of their show like being like, rate and review us or join the <laughs> no. join the Bramble Jam Plus or the, the Greenville's great. We argue about when to put up Christmas decorations, and that's why Constantly. we aren't making a lot of money. <laughs> But also rate and review us. Please, That's if you don't mind. Let us know. BrambleJamPlus.com. Here's what we're going to do. Join. I'm going to open this up for a week. People can review and let let us know whether or not it's okay to put up Christmas stuff before Thanksgiving. No one said it's not okay. You have. <laughs> you, that's the point you're And whoever wins, if whoever I wins, get, if, if we get more, argument. if we get more reviews that it is okay, Dan, you have to. No. Put up oh, something he's Christmassy. No. He's going to do something, anything. Anything. Put up something on your friggin' porch. Put your Christmas butts out, Trey. <laughs> no, that's not mine. I don't even rig's not even allowed at my house. <laughs> All right. Um, October 29th. 2022 is when this got released and it went a little something like this the movie kicks off with a country song and a shot of troops america baby we uh meet danielle she uh plans things on a military base she is currently planning uh the toy drive is it toys for tots no, yes. don't. No. We would never. Don't. We have a lot of fun here. Don't. We would never even. call something Toys for Tots that isn't Toys for Tots. Uh, we see her talking to a guy. His name is Pierce. He is clearly into her. Honestly, I'm not sure if she's into him currently. We'll find out. Um, at home, we find out that Danielle has a daughter, and uh, she's sad because the father-daughter dance is coming up, and her father is no longer with them. She is starting to like forget uh, stuff that she has heard about her dad. Her dad's name was Colby. And uh, so Danielle, uh, you know, is like, yeah, sometimes I forget things too. It's been a few years, right? It's been a few years. Been a while. It's been a while. Tree. Uh, Danielle is decorating the Christmas tree and she's sad that she can't find an ornament that Colby made her. It's been missing for a few years. It's been. And uh, she's like, where is this ornament? Uh, before putting her daughter to bed, uh, she uh, tells her a story, a bedtime story, a Christmas, Christmas bedtime, bedtime story about how she and Colby first met. They show they met at like a Christmas tree lighting ceremony that goes wrong. She goes up on stage. She tells bad jokes. He says, we got it. And uh, they bond over bad jokes and lights. And uh, he invites her to go out for hot chocolates. And her daughter falls asleep. 
Uh, Pierce is also was in the story, so they he they've known Pierce. Pierce was a fr- a friend of Colby's. More on that to come. Um, so the daughter falls asleep. Pierce says, "Hey Danielle, got some stuff on my mind, and that thing on my mind is you, baby girl." Uh, uh, he proposes to her, uh, and uh, he's Smooth. like, "Thank you." If he had said that, uh, that would have been things on my mind. They'd have never uh, broken up. No, of course not. They break Spoiler up. Spoiler alert! Yeah, Good yeah. lord. Um, he proposes. Uh, he's pumped about this. Danielle, Danielle is like. Thank you for the invitation uh, <laughs> to marry you. I am going to check with my doctor, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. So she does check with her daughter, and her daughter's like, cool, I like Pierce, neat. Uh, it's time to go to bed again. Another day, another dollar. Uh, and she's like, tell me more stories about my dad. And uh, so they talk about how Colby proposed to her. Uh, there was a dog. There was a there was a, a bell. There was a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, but ultimately, he proposes. And um, that ornament, remember the ornaments? Yes. That had been, that, that, that's been missing. It turns up the next day under the couch. Looks like some Christmas breakup magic is in the air. So she's like... The best kind. The very she's, rare Christmas <laughs> breakup magic. Uh-huh. She's like, this is this is weird. I've been thinking about where this bell is, and now this bell's turning up right after I get engaged to another guy. Coincidence? Probably. I don't know. Danielle's talking to Pierce about, you know... Uh, stuff and how she's kind of feeling weird and wants to, you know, figure out like she's starting to think about Colby again and like what's going on, um, all that good stuff. The next day, uh, next night, it's bedtime story again. Uh, we get the wedding; it's a Christmas wedding, um, and then uh, the next day. Speaking of weddings, guess who she runs into? The uh, troops. No. The flower girl from the wedding. Oh my gosh! What a Christmas magic coincidence! Is it? Is it? Is it another just coincidence? I tell a story about the wedding, and then the next day I see someone that was in the wedding. Strange things are happening to me. That's exactly right. Um. So then uh, she tells a story about her birth uh, next, and we learn that she was born. Um, right in the middle of a, a surprise um, snowstorm. You know those snowstorms, they sneak up, they say, don't tell anybody, but I'm coming. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Um, wouldn't you know it, the next day, there's a snowstorm. Oh, my goodness. Uh-huh. Unbelievable. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, at, at Audrey, the daughter's bir- uh, birthday, she envisions... Like Pierce walks up with the cake and she sees Colby's face. This is concerning to her. This is problematic. Could it be she's not ready to get married? I don't know. So Danielle starts kind of getting a feeling like, what if my husband's not dead? 
What if I'm starting to get that feeling? Or what if you know? I just want some answers. I want closure. She hasn't really gotten closure because Colby's body was never found, and so she goes to the commander on base and says, "Hey, I want questions." And he's ba- questions. I want answers. I want questions. I want answers. You can't handle the questions. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, and he's like, "Listen, the body that we pretty much know what happened. Like, it, he was close to water or something. I don't know. He's never recovered, but he's dead. So just get over it." He's a lot nicer about it. Um, and he tells Danielle to focus on um, moving forward and her family and Christmas. And she says, you know what? That was exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, bedtime again. Um, uh, uh, and she goes to sleep. And after that, she's talking to another uh, wife who is also widowed. And uh, she talks about Colby and telling her what's going on um, in life and uh, all that stuff. And so she, she keeps talking about her and she finds a um, like something that Colby wrote, um, basically saying to follow your hearts. So is that another sign? I don't know. Uh, Danielle meets with Pierce and they uh, kind of talk through things and Pierce finally kind of gets the point, gets kind of what's going on here. And is like, hey, maybe we shouldn't yet on this regard. Maybe not might not be the best uh, thing. Um, and so uh, Danielle is talking to her daughter and uh, is like, thanks for letting me talk to you about your father over the last past few weeks. It's been really great. They're going to go to the father-daughter dance together. And um, she gets news. She hears news on the, uh, on the old news machine the news that machine, uh, yeah. there has been a, um, a raid and they got a bunch of prisoners out of Yemen. Uh, uh, Yemen? Yemen. They, and um, they got these prisoners and they got them home. So she calls up that guy again, the commander. That's right. And is like, hey, is there any way that I'm, you know, I'm not saying he's alive. Spitballing here. But is there anybody <laughs> in there that maybe knows where he is? And he's like, everybody that was in that uh, place that we raided was a foreigner. No American there. We know it for a fact. If we knew, if we had any inkling, <laughs> we would have told somebody. But no, all foreigners, I'd, I'd put my life on the line for this. Um, and so she's like, okay. All right. So it's time for the dance. And um, she is kind of, she's, they start doing, um, at the uh, father-daughter dance, the fathers and the daughters get to start dancing. Uh, and so she leaves. She goes to the bathroom. And uh, she walks out and she sees on the tree a bell that looks, that reminds her of her bell ornament. Yeah. And uh, then she looks, oh, she's like, oh, my gosh. She looks and she sees a troop. He's a, a soldier. He's a, a soldier. A, a trooper. A trooper. A, trooper, a, a soldier um, outside, but she can only see his back. But she, she knows. knows. She knows. She says, Colby. Um, and he's like, does a whole slow turn. They kiss. They go into uh, the dance. He sees his daughter uh, for the first time. In, yeah. No, no, no. Since she was like four yeah. or five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she, she, he left when she was okay. not quite and five. So, um, and so they hug, they dance, they're all dancing together. They go home and uh, the daughter says, Daddy, can you tell me a bedtime story tonight? And he says, you betcha. <laughs> Once upon a time, it pulls back and we all celebrate. And that, my friends, was... Christmas, Christmas bedtime, bedtime stories. stories. We did it. 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to break this movie down and hopefully not offend anybody. Here on Deck the Hallmark. Deck the Hallmark. Deck the Hi, everybody. Dan, can you please, guys, stop. Rook to bad movie seven. <laughs> Classic movie. There are so Classic many cans. Movie. How are there so many cans over here? This is why we've, we've been here somebody. for like five minutes. No, these are from the last recording. Oh, okay. Uh, we're talking about Christmas Whereas bedtime. in your office. <laughs> yeah. The glass emporium that you're running. <laughs> By the printer. It is working, so impressive. I'm working on a display. There are twelve there are one to two dozen glass cu- glasses, glasses that are there. You dirty. Don't, you don't judge an artist mid art. Right. That's, right. that's true. That's true. That's true. That's well, that goes for, for this. I book. didn't realize that was but art. this uh, this is all aluminum. This is glass. If you would like it for your collection, I can give it to yeah, you. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and it's green. So uh, let's right talk up. about Christmas bedtime stories. The uh second? Third? Second movies and mysteries movie of the year, yes. Yes. So. Um, let's break it down. 10 p.m. Eastern. Yep. Hold off on the warm milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian, yep. did you hold off on the warm milk? What do you think about this one? Of course. I followed the rules. Yep. I'm a rule follower. No warm milk for me. And so when we did our season five kickoff, this episode, this movie was one of my lowest that I was yep. not looking forward to because I feared the sads, like real sads. Like they were going to really you know, jam the sads in. And I feared that the, there wouldn't be closure and that there would be some, not manipulation, but... but manipulation. I, I, feel, yeah. I was a little worried about, about how this was going to go down. And we, there was a question, is he missing? Is he gone? And we all agreed we did not wish anybody to not come back, but we all kind of wished he wasn't coming back. Sure. And he, During the previous show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. During the previous yeah. show. You specifically said you wished a troop would be dead. In this scenario, I thought that we really got the context yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, go back yeah, and listen yeah, yeah, yeah. to that if yeah, you yeah, think yeah. this is offensive. Uh, so that, uh, and I, I feared he would come back, and uh, my fear was realized. Um, I did not enjoy this movie. I did not have a good time watching this movie. The acting was really good, I thought. It was just like an unfortunate story. Um, it was like real, it was almost like a, like a torture chamber for me personally, yeah. watching this, like the lever, the sad levers, just one after the other, like everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was just like, oh, oh, let's. Uh, so we got to show somebody dealing with, uh, you know, no closure and not knowing what's going on during the holidays, being sad, having somebody a new relationship. Pull that down. Okay, the kid from the kid perspective. How's the kid feeling? Have being a parent, having a kid in this situation. Pull that lever down at the same time. And it's just all this stuff, and I'm just like, this doesn't feel good. This isn't like a sad bring you down and we're going to uplift you at the end. I, I knew at the end what was going to happen, unfortunately, and it did. And I was like, I wish it didn't happen that way. And I was, I wish they did it a different way. I wish it was more about closure, dealing with grief, finding a group that can support you in that situation. Um, and it just didn't, it didn't go that direction. And uh, I so just, you know, hug your kids tight and Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Real uplifting episode and hot take there, bro. Thank you. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, by and large, I am with Brian on this one. Uh, not my favorite uh, type of uh, movie. Uh, the highlights, Aaron Cahill, I thought she crushed. This was a great performance by her. Always good to see our boy Steve Lund. Steve, Steve Lund! Um, love that guy. Good to see him. I thought the girl did a really quality job as well. Um, I do think that there's like good parts of this movie, and I think that done in a way that feels less manipulative as a for the viewer. Uh, I think there are things that could be done. I'm not smart enough to figure out what those things are. But like if I take a step back and look at the, the elements of the movie, I do think that there's something here. Um, but unfortunately for me, it just didn't quite connect. I, I um, you know, there has to be a way for a movie like this. I feel like the only people that are like connecting with this movie are like a very specific person that had like thought that they lost somebody and they didn't mm -hmm. like, that's a very specific mm. person that I think connects with this movie. And so if that's you and this worked for you connected with you, then wonderful. I think the rest of us just kind of left going, why? Like, I, we're not really sure how much of the sign, like what was the deal with the signs? Like we still have questions, mm -hmm. which is, you know, uh, tough. So overall, n not my jam, uh, but the performances were wonderful. And so kudos to uh, the people that, that put in the work. Dano? I am offended on behalf of the troops, on behalf of parents, on behalf of children, on behalf of, I'm offended on behalf of everyone. Uh, I, I, Me? I, yeah, even you. Thank you. And you. Both Thank of you, you. I, I, I couldn't believe what I was watching from the opening 20 minutes. It is apparent that this guy is still alive and the manipulation at play here that throws every character under the bus, save for the guy who's a, a POW is just inexcusable. I, I like, you know, if you look at like the integrity of two turtle doves about losing someone and what that means. Like this is the other side of that coin entirely. I, I assume they thought they could make it all right by bringing someone back from the dead. Um, poor Steve Lund. Can somebody grab him like a, a sour candy, a diet Coke and a funny movie? Like, can somebody do that? The guy has great comedic chops and we're slugging him with like a Mrs. Miracle Christmas, foster care, dead troops. Sorry, bad luck, Brian. Like you, you don't get any like, to get the guy a role. Erin Cahill is put in an impossible spot here. She is acting her heart out. She gives some really good, there's some scenes where she really carries this film, and it's unfortunate that she's doing it for a cause that is so incredibly manipulative. When I saw Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor uh, 20 plus years ago with Josh Hartnett and Kate Beckinsale and Ben Affleck, and it had this weird love triangle where she's she loves one of them and he goes off to war and they think he's dead and she, she falls in love with the other one and he comes back i as a teenager thought that was the most manipulative thing i'd ever seen the homework said hold my beer they took michael bay's pearl harbor and they were like we can make it more manipulative we can out michael bay on the not no integrity front and that is an impressive feat tip of the cap there worst of the year never want to see it again under any circumstances back to you brand Let's get to all the feels part. Shall we talk about one of this movie gave us his feels uplifting ones? Hopefully we'll find out uh, Bry guy. So I thought I had feels that were abruptly like 
they would cut <laughs> like one yeah. of the scenes that was very heartfelt that it, they would just cut very abruptly. And so the scene where they were where um, they were giving each other their first Christmas gifts, she gave him. Um, I forget what she gave him, but he gave her the framed picture, I believe it was. Sure. And then and I thought, my first thought was, that's so sweet. They each gave each, they gave each other a very simple, heartfelt gift, and that's enough. And that was great. And then he gets up and gives her a puppy. And I'm like, okay, this guy, fine, <laughs> that's great. And then he goes, one more second. And then he enga- he proposes to her, gives her an engagement ring. So I went, it was just a weird scene because I went from feeling like, boy, I that is that is genuinely a great relationship and a great scene where the simplicity of the, the gifts and then it went to you know puppy and an engagement so my feelings on that shifted a little still great gifts i mean a puppy and an engagement ring great gifts and then i thought that um i thought it was like universally understood that a christmas time um troop homecoming was a big event <laughs> and so my feel this was, is the weight one of the century right, so but do it now i had it was it was like an anti-climactic feels i'm like you know it's him so like the feels were i had no feels about him sh- sh- turning around and showing up but it was sort of like w- this should be a big event like everybody should he should be they should be going nuts tears yeah. everywhere he should be coming out walking off the plane like to a crowd of a thousand people like it they would just, make the news he's yes, been going for be three huge. years on christmas he's home for the father-daughter dance like un- like so yeah. just missed opportunity there i thought the, so much, you know the best troop movie and i think brain would even agree with me here is holiday for heroes mark lucas would you agree with me there brain i love holiday and for heroes. at the end of holiday for heroes he brings home all the troops. <laughs> he like they, it is a he brings home all the yeah. troops from that town, active, inactive, yeah. uh, honorably, dishonorably, whatever. Like he brings them all home, and that scene is so manipulative, but it works mm. because everyone is on board with. Yeah. Oh my gosh, all the troops are home. Yeah. This guy's been in a prison for three years. Mm-hmm. He shows up back in his hometown to his daughter that hasn't seen him and thinks he's dead, to his wife who hasn't seen him and thinks he's dead, and no one could possibly yeah. care less didn't even recognize him in the hallway like, they nothing. could not care any less about this yeah. it's unbelievable and inexcusable mm-hmm. um so the girl the little girl keeps asking for bedtime stories and i got feels because over the past week or so my children have been asking for a bedtime story a particular one uh, when's it going to be christmas again uh it's on sale now uh slash christmas book you can get your copy that's autographed uh, that's yeah. autographed or you can yeah. buy it on amazon it's on prime now so you can go get that in two two quick days uh and i think that's going to give you feels all holiday season long if you like me um you know go through just the same books over and over again at night during bedtime maybe it's time for a switch up when's it gonna be home when's it gonna be christmas again that's what I feel. Back to yeah. you. Back to you. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. I, I can I can speak to that secondhand. Uh, you know, we wrote this book, and uh, my one of my two boys who ask when's it going to be Christmas again all year long, he sleeps with his copy of the book every night, oh. um, and so that makes my heart happy. Make your child's heart happy by going to Amazon.com. That's right. Uh, when's it going to be Christmas again? Leave us a review. That's it. Prime. We'll get it there in a couple days. Boom. Um, all in, all done. That's all you need to do. That will give you the more uh, feels with more integrity, and yeah. and the place you need to be this holiday season with your kids reading. When's it going to be Christmas again? And I even did a trick them up uh, last night. I um, didn't pick the book. Yeah, I'll usually like bring in three books. This would say, yeah. and, uh, yeah, but, yeah. say pick pick them. Yeah. But yesterday I put it. I didn't even put it out. 
It's not yeah. an option tonight because mm-hmm. it starts getting a little, you know, I'm well, like, let's read daddy's let's read book Dad's again. Book, yeah. And uh, my son said, no, no, dad, where's the Christmas book? That's right. I said, all right. Yep. That's, that's one of mine right you now for sure. On your so, hands there. Yep. The kid's not bad either. Um, so yes, when she, the little girl wants a Christmas book read. Um, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back here on Deck the Hallmark on WTTT, the Plain White Gravities. I am most interested in the Plain White Tees as a, uh, as a radio station. They, Do only, they play. only play. Hey there, Delilah. And, that's uh, it? There's that's another it. song, uh, no, the one, two, not three, on this four. station. Yeah, oh, not that's on it. <laughs> yeah. Just Hey There, Delilah. Someone... Just went nuts over that song, and they said <laughs> that was it. Yeah, wow. Oh, they don't have a large radius um, out there in Tijuana. It's a very small, like basically. It's in Mexico. Sure. This is a plain white tees. Yeah, radio station radio in Mexico. It is a block, wow. but we get the overnight. <laughs> we do get the overnight. So it's plain white tees and us and us. So yeah. thank you, um, the lead singer of Plain White Tees. Uh, he runs the station. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. He's in um, It is time for the Wait What. It's the part of the show we talk about what in this movie made us go, wait, what? And I'll start with you, Brian. So there was, anytime there was an outdoor scene where the ground was visible, the grass was so green. Like, greener than my shirt, greener than this great, these great decorations. It's like they didn't even try oh. to cover it. It was just so, and I, it was borderline impressive where I want to know how they're getting that grass so green because I'd like some tips. Yeah, really? That's good for the wintertime? <laughs> yeah, holy cow. I mean, unbelievable. Uh, and Danielle there, Erin Cahill's character, promised her daughter, uh, near the beginning of the movie, she was having a rough day, and she promised her extra sprinkles. <laughs> and she barely gave her any sprinkles on that hot chocolate. And so, like, forget extra. How about some? Typically, they count them out. Typically, it's a six sprinkle a night situation. It was, but it was, but she said, she got 12 to 15. It wasn't right. even close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was, and then they, when they were doing the tree lighting, um, he said, uh, he asked how many uh, lights do you think are on the tree? And a kid guessed a thousand. He said, close, 2,000. No. And then he lit up about 17 lights. Not on your like, life, Bucko. There's <laughs> no world where there's 2,000 lights on that tree. If there were three of those trees, there wouldn't be 2,000 lights. Yeah, yeah. Just keep compounding. It just mm-hmm. doesn't even, the compounding effect. And the last one was when Steve Lund decorated her whole two-story house for her in a, uh, a collared shirt. A, uh, I think he had a sweater vest under that and then a peacoat on top of that. Yeah. And just the whole house, second floor, strung the lights all around the roof line. And just not. Brand was out there the other day in a cardigan oh, doing his. Not bad, not bad. I'm Maybe always... he's done it a dozen times and it's no Listen, big deal. It's but... just old hat, old hat, I mean. What's that? Old hat. Old hat. <laughs> no, it's old hat. Do you have an old hat? Uh, I have a few, um, if you don't mind. This one, I know that this was made, uh, said as like a joke, a funny haha. Uh, but then it got me thinking. Uh, she says that one of her superpowers is stalling. And all I, I, it, 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 I shouldn't have stuck on it as long as I did. One could say that I was stalling. But um, that's the worst superpower. The it would staller. be, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, an un, that's not good. That's, Every Zoom meeting that you've all been a part of has a staller in it. Yeah. Like someone that is like, we could have been done with this, yeah. but... It's still happening. Yeah. The uh, staller. I was I, just on one of those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. Shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish I, I should have recorded it, but there's a bear in this movie that is supposed to, uh, oh, yeah. used to have um, Colby's uh, voice in it, and it doesn't anymore. And at one point, uh, she, uh, um, uh, our girl, uh, what's her name Aubrey. in the movie? Uh, Danielle. Danielle 
is like trying to fix, get it to, f- to like fix it, like replacing batteries. It's not working, <laughs> and she's she's looking at it and she she's stalling says, over here. she's stalling, and she says, "Why don't you talk?" And then it cut. It's like a full. And then it cuts to just her and all. And for some reason, and I go back and watch Could be it. A ghost take, situation. Take it to the tape. She says, "Why don't you why talk? Can't you just talk. Why can't you just talk?" And we just hear. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what it is. They act as if it's not there. Yeah. I promise you, take it to the tape. Yes. Why can't you just talk? Uh. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. We couldn't stop laughing. Oh, it made me laugh real hard. There is a song in here, and I, you know, b- picking out uh, uh, royalty-free music is uh, a tough job. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I yeah. would argue maybe pick one that set doesn't say together at Christmas over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. there, are, there is a song that literally says together at Christmas, together at Christmas, together at Christmas, together at Christmas. Together at Christmas, <laughs> over and over and over again. Pick another one. Um, and I just want to give a shout out to who I can only assume is the nicest captors of all time. Oh, this is it right here. Because our guy Colby shows up looking fan freaking tastic, yeah. fresh, like he hasn't been. In yeah. captivity for three years. They put him up in a Yemeni Verbo. Um, it was unbelievable. I imagine he got home and he's like, can I call my guy and have him send my mattress <laughs> from was captivity? There a menu in camp there. Uh, um, he looked amazing. Yeah, can I be honest? He, he gained weight He somehow. looked like he gained a few he, pounds. His skin is flawless. Oh, man. He's got the haircut like he's been, been an active dude. Like, I just... Yeah. He looks amazing. Nary a trace that he'd been in a foreign prison camp for three years. <laughs> so shout out. Uh, oh, and one more, just really quickly. Um, I did. Did uh, what? They they would all be crying. They would all be. Yeah, we did that oh, in the field. I, I, I just, yes. I, I just. They would all like. I'd yes. be losing their minds. Yeah. yeah, I'd be on the floor, yeah. like yeah. not able. Yeah, whimpering, like that Mary, lip going. Like, like not able to talk. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got to be honest. I think the reason this movie would have been a dumpster fire regardless, but I think the reason that it just stoops to epic levels is because we all know he's coming back, and they all know he's coming back, and they put no time or effort into making that a big deal and made Aaron Cahill's performance just try to carry it. If they had put in the time and made him look a little rugged or ragged or something, like he'd been in a camp starving for three years, if they had had everybody at the dance go nuts or like cameras there or if the army had ushered him in, some some sort of pomp and circumstance to celebrate this thing that is beyond belief, and instead they did none of it. Nothing. And it's just inexcusable. Real, yeah. real bad. Yeah, Dano. Um, yeah. So I, uh, Cahill and Steve Lund, Steve Lund, have, uh, Steve Lund have uh, what I like to call, I guess, reverse chemistry, because in the first scene of them together, they're like really passionate, staring at each other's eyes, kissing, and then they get less and less throughout the movie as she's starting to like feel attachment to what she thinks is her dead husband. But my problem is, is that for two people who seem to be very in lockstep about life, after he proposes, it seems like they like none of the same things at all. And he doesn't talk like things like where to live and where to go on your honeymoon. And if you like the beach or not, those are things you know about someone 
probably even before you ask them to marry you. They've been together for three years, hanging out for at least that long. It, there's no none of this that makes me believe they could possibly end up together. There is a Christmas Eve military wedding, which, um, you know, happens, I guess. Uh, they flash back, and the first flashback is when she meets him for the first time, and she's wearing what like graciously I'll call a wig um, and, and it's got bangs and then basically they commit to her having bangs for the next eight years of flashbacks which is I mean you know you could say I was young I went through a, a you know like a bangs phase but for her bangs phase was a decade it was a decade of, 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 of a phase for her especially when she's wearing what looks like a pretty egregious wig um, that was fairly ridiculous um, and lastly She's in the bathroom before the big reveal that her husband is still alive. And in the bathroom, we hear the speaker. Yeah. We hear it in the bathroom. Not not on the dance floor. She's in the bathroom and the DJ, she's washing her hands, not on the toilet, washing her hands. And the DJ says, All right, it's time to switch things up. It's time for the father-daughter dance. Look, at that point, if you know that your little girl's father is dead you were there as the only mom at the father-daughter dance and you're washing your hands and you hear that you are like quickly you're just you're running out just drying your hands there to dance with your daughter and she hears this and basically acts like a serial killer (laughs) like she's just like Keep washing. Guess, guess, uh, guess, old girl's missing out. Uh, they get through happy birthday twice. That's right. She'll, that's right. She'll do. make it. Extra sprinkles tonight. We'll figure that out. No big deal. Um, and that is, that's incorrigible to me. Like, that's unbelievable. That's also, but also, wasn't the whole thing a father daughter dance? Yes. Why the one slow dance? What were the other ones? We we will not we won't uh, label those those are whatever you want them to be but this specific one to Silent Night the song about fathers and daughters uh, is the father daughter dance don't you <laughs> concern it uh, it's time for don't what the hallmark time for what don't. the hallmark it's where we uh, ask about any questions that we still have that we would like answers to what are you still wondering about buddy my big question was did the general know that. He could pop that he was captured the whole time. He, please, no one in the army knows. Please tell me it's the Marines. Please tell me (laughs) that he knew and he just couldn't talk about it because it wasn't confirmed or it had to be kept quiet the whole time until he was home. Please. Well, the impressive part of all of this is if he didn't know somehow he uh, he broke out of captivity. He he escaped and also somehow snuck into the country. Yeah, of right. the United no, States, nobody yeah. knew. Yeah, without anyone knowing. Yeah, and he went straight to the father right. that, to, that my big one was how to get there. Yeah, the there. army didn't get him there. Yeah, army how, didn't know how to get there. Army well, didn't know. Uh, finally, he was. You know, they were like Yemen was like, we can't afford you. Like the food, the yeah, cost yeah. of the food. Your menu the, there's alone. A, we got a temper temper lux cloud. Well, there was a strike. On. The there was a strike. Was, that's right. The barista alone. Yeah. We can't afford you anymore. <laughs> yeah. We got to get you out of here. Oh uh, boy. Um, I got one more. Uh, I I have one. Oh, though. I thought that was no, it. no, no. no. It was just doubling do down you. on that. Please do. I am still foggy, and there I don't feel like there was a good explanation of how the bell. <laughs> Ended up under the couch. Mm. No. Yep. There's no explanation given for that. It's terrible. 
How? This is a bad movie. Unless he was around the whole that's, time. You know? Yes. It's, that's the only explanation yeah. that makes sense. He was doing a whole bit here. Yeah. It was a big funny ha-ha. Yeah, yeah, like it gotcha. Was, like, yeah. she says she checked underneath the couch right. all the time. So unless she's a liar, a liar, she didn't check it, and she also hasn't vacuumed in three years yeah. under her couch. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know how it got there. Yeah. I still want to know. Fair enough. Um, the Christmas tree lot, they show up, and this guy is talking to Steve Lund, and Steve Lund says, we want your Steve biggest Lund. tree. And this guy says, we just got a small shipment <laughs> of what we like to call in the business the king of Christmas trees. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> That's my what the Hallmark. What is it? What kind of tree is it? <laughs> Did he get a shipment of bigger Christmas trees? A small shipment. A small of shipment bigger. of big Christmas trees. If he's doing a bit, why is he doing a bit with Steve Lund, who's a grown man? Like we don't set. That's he'll just be like, yeah, dude. I got some. We just got some really big trees in over here. We just got a small shipment. It's a small shipment of we- what we like to call in the business, not what we in the business like to call. Not that what we like to call in the business. Mm-hmm. The king of Christmas trees. There's only 10 of them available in the country. We and got they're two all of them. kings. We got two of them. What kind of tree is that? You, we we couldn't for, tell you. We would have to kill you. That's right. Uh, we did everybody congratulations. And speaking of killing you, uh, we have a ghost movie mm. coming out tomorrow Thanks. to review. So buckle up. <laughs> Saddle up your horses, everybody. Got a, we, got, we got a movie to review. Um, can't wait for it. And then... We're more done? Mo- more movies are coming. Oh, okay. Right. More movies yep. are coming. Just <laughs> when you think the week's over, more are on the way. That's right. Um, until then, maybe we're the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio. Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.